Do you remember your first time you figured out that San Francisco was a city with fantastic views? Everybody knows that. <laughs> I can get right to it. I'm trying to get a little small talk going. Oh, boy. I'm going to cut that out and put it at the beginning of the podcast, Heather. Okay, uh, views back on track. Welcome to Total SF, Heather Knight. After a very long hike, once again in your turf, we are back in Glen Park Canyon. Yes, we are sitting again at our favorite picnic table in the canyon um, after just completing a very long, arduous hike called Peak to Peak. Yeah, I have 20,000 steps on my phone, and that's like a Disneyland park hopper, like when you're going back and forth from California Adventure to the main Disneyland all day with your kids and running to get them food, that's like 20,000 steps. We did that through San Francisco, and I loved it. I saw so many places I've never been to, rediscovered a couple new things, all thanks to Walk SF. Yeah, Walk SF is one of my favorite nonprofits in the city. They're a pedestrian advocacy group. They're fighting for car-free JFK, car-free Great Highway, safe streets, slow streets. Um, They're your people. So everybody should join Walk SF, and every year they offer the Peak to Peak Hike, which is um, available if you purchase a ticket online. I believe you still can. I hope so. But every year it changes, and they take you through a new hike across multiple hilltops in San Francisco. Also, fan fantastic views. You discover a few new views each time, which um, all bad segues on the Total SF podcast brings us to the subject of this podcast. We are going to do a draft of the best views in San Francisco, in our opinions. Uh, You and I have not compared notes. There will probably be conflict. Are you ready for this? I am. There shouldn't be too much conflict unless you bring up Star Trek IV. We're not going to bring Star Trek 4, but I'm going to bring up the fact that you have like this notepad that's filled with notes there that you keep trying to hide from me, which makes (laughs) me think this is going to get competitive. And and look at what it says on the cover of my notebook. Brilliant ideas I had while drinking wine. Um, This is going to be fun, though. This will be useful. We're going to pick um, for each of our favorite views in San Francisco, draft style, maximum conflict. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight, and this is Total SF. So we've done these drafts before, Heather, and I think it's always important to start off by getting the rules down. Um, I see a view as any beautiful view in San Francisco. It doesn't have to be at the top of a hill. Are you in agreement? Yes, I am. And it can be, I believe, from the top of a building. Okay. Top of a building. Does it have to be, and this is already giving something away, um, does it have to be the top of a publicly accessible (laughs) building or can it be the top of a building that you need special permission to go up it? You mean that um, is red and white and has a really scary elevator ride? <laughs> the, I thought of that, but I didn't put on my, it on my list you because didn't most put it people on your list. cannot do it. Okay, so we will not pick Sutro Tower, which was at the top of my list and the top of your list. But um, this is going to be a useful, you can go out and do these types of things, and publicly accessible list of best views in San Francisco. Yes. So as I'm wont to do, and always regret later, I am giving you the first pick. What is your number one view, Heather? 
I'm going to steal something I think was on your list because you texted it to me this morning as an example of something where you're not climbing a mountain to reach it. I am going with a California cable car as you are heading east on California and you crest over the top of Knob Hill and you can see down California to this terrific view with buildings on each side and the bay bridge at the very bottom with the bay if you catch it at the right time of day everything's going glowing golden you can see the red lanterns of chinatown plus you're on a cable car the only drawback is that byron cobb will no longer be your gripman after his retirement Yes, Byron Cobb, who is still the cable car bell ringer of Total SF, has retired. And I don't know if we announced that on the podcast, but um, that's kind of a sad one because I know the exact view you're talking about. It's kind of like the Total Muni 2018 view where our day that started bad suddenly got like transcendently wonderful. And it's also a view I've seen on Byron Cobb's car. That's a great view. It's so underrated. Again, the exact location, it's where the cable cars meet, correct? Right. I'm thinking the California line heading east, um, but the Powell one goes up um, crisscrossing there. So I guess you could see that the side of the Powell, but I'm talking about as you're heading straight forward. Okay. Wonderful view. Is it worth the $147 that it's going to cost <laughs> to take your family of four on the cable car to go see it? Well, um, I'm probably just going to go by myself. Okay. Uh, Sorry for your family. That's kind (laughs) of harsh. I hope they don't hear this. Um, Next question. What time of day? What's like the, are are there better times of day? Do you like it when it's overcast? What's what's your favorite conditions for? I'm going to say sunset, kind of golden hour when um, everything is just shiny and pretty and sparkling. All right. Good pick. Sorry to inform you, it was not my number one, though. I thought you were going to steal my number one, um, which is Mount Davidson. Um, I think the most underrated, I think it's the best view in the city. I think it's totally underrated. Um, Twin Peaks is not quite as good. Mount Davidson is more isolated. If you tried to bring a tour bus up Mount Davidson, it would just like fall off the edge. (laughs) There is no room for a tour bus fantastic view that I think has a wider view of the city and you get to see the southern end of the city a little bit it feels more like the entire city whereas Twin Peaks I feel like I'm kind of in that I'm hanging out with the Twin Peaks Diamond Heights Pacific uh, Heights people and Mount Davidson I feel like I'm you know more of a range of neighborhoods surrounding good view of of the Hunters Point Crane and things like that that's my favorite view. I think that's the best view in the city, and I think it's totally underrated. And I almost even don't want to mention it so high because, you know, it's usually pretty secluded when I get up there, and I don't want a ton of people going up. Yeah. That wasn't even on my list. Yeah. Um, but I do agree. It's a great view. I think I take it for granted because I walk there just on regular family walks a lot. In the summer, you can pick blackberries all along that trail. And you're right that you cannot get a tour bus up there. You can't even get a private car up there. It's just walkers and joggers and dogs and kids. And um, it's what Twin Peaks was during the pandemic. And we all know how I feel about how it is now. It's also famous for that giant cross. And um, I'm not a church-going mother. And the first time my little boys saw that, they thought it was a plus sign, like in math. (laughs) I I see that cross and I don't think of anything religious. I think of, oh, that's where Dirty Harry was shot, you know, and I think of the scene in Dirty Harry. So, um, 
Yeah, no Bible study today again on the Total SF podcast. Uh, what's your number two, Heather? I am going to pick Mile Rock Beach. Have you been there? I have not. Okay, we have to go. So you can hike from the Legion of Honor um, out towards Land's End, and you get to this beach that's just kind of on the corner of the world. You feel like you're literally as far away from San Francisco as you can get. There is a famous labyrinth that somebody built there made of rock. Sometimes it's in better shape than others. I haven't been for a couple months, so hopefully the labyrinth is... Um, is in good shape, but you get a beautiful view of the Golden Gate Bridge, the Marin Headlands. Um, it's just so secluded and lovely, and you can hike both ways, um, and you just feel like you're totally removed from it, anything in the city that troubles you. Is that different than Land's End? Because I've gone where like the gift shop is and just looked out there and then got in my car and went back. That's you're, different. You're talking about something different. It's way, it's to the corner of San Francisco. Gotcha. Okay. I, I dig it. I'm into that. I can't believe I've never been there. Uh, my number two is Grandview Steps. Oh, darn. That was on my list. Yeah. T- talk more about that, how it was on your <laughs> list and you wanted to do it. I am very mad at you. Okay. Um, it's an out-of-the-way gem. You're starting to see it on more guidebooks, but people just don't seem to go there. It's kind of not on people's radar who are coming to San Francisco just for a visit. I love the steps themselves. My favorite thing to do is to go up the steps and just absorb them and admire their beauty and then get to the top and turn around and just look at this absolutely incredible view. It's so great at the sunset. And um, it's also, you know, there's just like a little park there. It feels like a neighborhood. And Every time I see those mosaic steps, I just I just think of the creativity of San Francisco and the uniqueness of this place. And, you know, lots of cities have beautiful views, but the journey to the view in San Francisco is so often a special thing, too. So Grandview Steps is my number two. Do you know the other name for Grandview Park? I do not. Turtle Hill. Turtle Hill. Were, were there turtles Factoid. there? What are the, give me the I history on I do not know, on... but um, I just know that that's another name for it. I'm surprised it's not in your notebook because there's a <laughs> lot of writing there. I figured there'd be a lot on the turtles there. And there's two um, staircases that are mosaic tiled going up t- near there. So everybody should try both. They're both gorgeous. We'll be right back after this short break. So Heather, we are at the mid-roll. That is the technical podcasting name for where we are right now, where people are about to probably hear an ad. But first, I wanted to tell them about our incredible event next week. Our first live Total SF Book Club event is coming up. Yes, it's on November 17th, 6 o'clock, our first in-person book club meeting. Um, it's at the Corette Auditorium at the main library. You can go visit in person or see us on Zoom. You can register on the library's events page, sfpl.org events. Go to November 17th and you'll see us there. We'll be talking about why we swim with Bonnie Soy, and we will have Bay and San Francisco-themed trivia questions with prizes, photos from the San Francisco Chronicle archives, and lots of other fun stuff. I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be a positive vibe. Hope to see you there. We'll go to your number four, because I just took your number three. (laughs) I think I'm going to Uh, throw in a wild card that was not on the list I wrote this morning before our hike but that I loved on our hike and this is the view from the big blue water tower in um, McLaren Park 
So we passed through there this morning, and I'm going to take it because I remember you said you really liked it also. Um, so hopefully you were thinking about putting it on your list. Um, but it was on my list. It's on the phone <laughs> yes. number three. I don't want to show you on my full <laughs> list, but um, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's gorgeous. You can really see everything. Sucho Tower, the Skyline, Salesforce Tower, Transamerica, the bay the ocean um tons of neighborhoods it's just very sweeping panoramic view of the entire city i took a panoramic photo and i'm not even going to show it on twitter because it doesn't do it justice but it's one of those views in san francisco and i think another one's going to be on my list where like i haven't found a phone or you know a piece of photography equipment that can capture it because you see from the water all the way over to even you know part of the kind of southwest end of the city and I've been in McLaren to that observation deck, mm-hmm. and I really like that view. You can kind of see both sides towards San Bruno Mountain if you get to the top, but they don't let you up on the observation deck. And I like this view better. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We saw a dog walker with like 47 dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did steal that from me. Okay, good. So, but it's an incredible view, and let's um, shout out the peak to peak again, because I would never have discovered that and a few other awesome things today if it wasn't for our peak-to-peak hike with with Walk SF. My next one's not the top of a hill. You are literally at sea level, but I absolutely love the view of San Francisco going in and out on the San Francisco Bay Ferry. Um, Coming from Alameda, you could throw in another city too, but I love it with Alameda because you pull in underneath the Bay Bridge and then come in um, right straight toward the ferry building and get such a great view of the downtown and everything that's being built. And I love that it's old and new. You have kind of that Hills Brothers uh, coffee area. You've got the uh, artwork with the, what's it, bow and arrow? What's it called? Cupid's? Cupid's bow. Cupid's bow, thank you. You've got the ferry building, which is like one of the most old school things. And I love that the ferry building, I'm going to throw some Star Trek in here for oh, you. No. Uh, I love that the ferry building is in some of our oldest photographs, but also whenever Star Trek shows San Francisco, which is where Starfleet is located, Heather, um, Starfleet is the headquarters for Star Trek. And I have no idea what you're talking The Federation. We'll just keep going. <laughs> um, whenever they show Star Trek, it's like hundreds of years in the future. And the only two things that I ever see consistently that are still there are the ferry building and the Transamerica Pyramid, which I would think that would be gone before some other things. Lots of growth in the future in Star Trek. But uh, I digress. This is such a nice view going in. I love leaving, and there's the wake of the ferry uh, that is leaving this little white wake behind, and it is so great for framing a photo. And the most view photos that are in my phone by like five times are coming in and out on the ferry and seeing San Francisco and saying hello and saying goodbye. I do love your ferry pictures on Twitter. Um, You're a very talented photographer. What's your favorite time of day for that view? Going home. Mm -hmm. I feel... Because uh, you're done with work. Yeah, I'm done with work. I I actually work a lot on the ferry. I'd say nine out of ten times I'm working on the ferry. But every once in a while when I'm going home, usually a Thursday or Friday, I just go back there and take a photo and soak it in and um, enjoy it. So I think going home, it's nice, especially when the sun's going down behind those buildings. And as you're going along, you're kind of the sun's peeking in and peeking out around Salesforce Tower. It's Mm -hmm. just a real San Francisco vibe. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I'm trying to think what would be the best chance of stealing something from you. (laughs) Priorities. (laughs) 
I'm going to go with this kind of similar view to the one I said before at McLaren, which is Bernal Heights ah. Park. Yes. Right there. <laughs> ah. Okay. So this is another panorama of the city skyline where you can see so much of the city. I think it's better than Twin Peaks, less crowded, um, some good hiking around there. Last time I was there, I saw a coyote. Um, But the best part is the famous rock, um, which is always painted in different styles and overlooking um, the city. Great photo spot, very Instagram worthy. Nice. I'm sorry. I'm barely even listening to you because you stole mine and I'm trying to figure (laughs) out what I'm going to do for my fourth. When did you discover Bernal Rock? Was it years after you got here like oh, me? Oh, yeah, for sure. I yeah. didn't know about it till a few years ago. I think one of the first times I was aware of it was when we went to the Guac Off, and it was painted like an avocado. Yeah. But it's been a ghost, um, a poop emoji, um, rainbow flag, all sorts of things. I just remember um, when we went to the Guac Off, which is run by our Rollover Easy friends. And um, that's one of the first times that I really appreciated that view after a couple of beers and some guacamole. So lots of good memories of Bernal. I hope the Guac Off comes back next year. I do too. And um, Rollover uh, Easy, guys, if you're listening. Guac Off, <laughs> bring it back. So my last one, a little bit deflating because I can't steal from you, is the top of the mark. Oh, that was going to be... On my also-ran list. Okay. Super old school. Um, It's probably, you know, the number three thing in the guidebooks, but uh, I absolutely love it. I've gone up there and had a way too expensive Mai Tai. It feels like a ride at Disneyland or something. You go in there, everything is as it was in that Herb Cain era. You go up in an elevator that feels like, you know, like a Disneyland elevator in the Haunted Mansion without the ghosts. Get up there, and then just this world opens up, and it's as it has been for years. And um, wonderful views of the city. You can sit a different place each time. I I just love it. I love it up there, too. And I didn't know that you love it, so I'm thinking we need to schedule a um, double date, and we'll take the cable car up there. Oh, that'd be awesome. We could get like three of our views in one day. <laughs> that would be awesome. I am up for a double date at Top of the Mark, and I know uh, my wife will as well. So I have a f- couple more on my list that you didn't happen to steal. Um, I was thinking we could do a couple of also rants. Sure. Do you have anything in your notebook there? I-, I see a few more words. You just stole Top of the Mark, but the two others I had listed that you did not steal were the top of Angel Island. Um, when you do that panoramic hike and then you can go all the way up to the top and that's a beautiful view of the bay from up there. And I also had um, one of the few spots where there's a tower on top of a hill and you can go to the top of both is Coit Tower. I did that pretty recently with my younger son on one of our um, Muni bus adventures where he makes me ride Muni buses all day long. Um, We took the 39 Coit up there and uh, rode the elevator to the top of Coit Tower. Then you climb up two more flights of stairs and you are kind of on the top of the world. Beautiful view of San Francisco. I haven't been on Coit Tower since I was young, so I'm due to go back there. Um, Those are good picks. Thank you. Very good picks. I have a couple more. Treasure Island taking, this is like a 25 Treasure Island trip because take the 25 out there and then that view looking at the city is wonderful and then on the way back the view from a muni bus where you're up a little bit higher coming into san francisco is so spectacular i think uh, jessica christian has taken photos from kind of that vantage point 
where if I'm in a sedan or even my SUV is kind of short, um, I don't see what you see up in a Muni bus. So like 25 Treasure Island, I think is one of the best deals. What is it? 250? Something like that. 250 to go to Treasure Island and see a great view and then a great view coming back And now back the ferry's in. starting to Treasure Island. Even better. Um, so that's another one where you get like two of our views in one. And uh, Strawberry Hill mm-hmm. at, the, at the top of um, Stowe Lake, with Stowe Lake rings around Strawberry Hill. We're working on a special project involving this view and some other things. And I was just up there looking around and it's one of the best views of Sutro and surprisingly high up there. And you can really see Golden Gate Park. Speaking of which, De Young Museum, uh, I wish they'd get behind Car Free JFK, but they have a fantastic observation deck and it's free. It's still free, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's still free. Um, so that's a great deal. And then my last one is Golden Gate Overlook. Yes, that's a beautiful one too. Yeah. So, um, cool. Well, we fought a little bit, but I think we... We're still friends. We're still friends, and I think we've given the people enough views to last, uh, maybe through the rest of 2021, and we can come back in 2022. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Total SF is a production of The Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by investing in a digital Chronicle edition. It's less expensive than you think at sfchronicle.com slash pod.